Hey there, you're listening to Combo Breaker, a one-two punch of enthusiasm. Every other week I come at you with something that I'm enjoying that I hope maybe you'll enjoy it too. I'm Cole, and I'm glad you're here. Let's get into it. Well, for y'all, it has been pretty spicy over here for a hot second with a lot of things going on, but things are on the up and up, we are doing well, everything is fine, <laughs> you know, uh, so yeah, we're let's just get this party train going. Um, this week I wanted to talk about us recently getting a van and starting the conversion process of making it into a camper and just kind of how we ended up here. So, uh, so yeah, let's jump in. For years, my partner, Edgar Allan Poe slash Lightbringer Rituals, depending on how you know her, uh, and I have been talking about, you know, tiny living, like tiny houses on foundation or trailer builds or buying land and living remotely, and has never felt attainable. Sure, we could buy land, and then what? Or we could build a trailer, you know, tiny home, and but where does it go? How do we have internet, which was always a big focus of mine, but, you know, also how do we get more remote, like Mountain Hermit? In preparation for our recent move, we got rid of one of our cars, and to be fair, I was unwilling to invest any more time or money into this car. And if you could effectively punt a vehicle into the sun, that car would be a prime candidate. And needless to say, it left us in the need for a vehicle and the decision to maybe just get a beater and hope for the best. Edgar, Alan Pone, and I often travel to coffee shops and go on little like coffee dates and Being in a new town, it's awesome to go downtown and explore and drink coffee and real talk. I've never lived in a place that so concretely predates our country's establishment, so the architecture and history is buck wild, so that too is very enjoyable. But one day we were downtown drinking coffee and uh, Edgar got a Zillow email about a fixer-upper in the woods in the middle of nowhere in like upstate Maine or something, and it sent us thinking, you know, about one day, like the one days and the what ifs. And with the what ifs is a need for a place to stay during the eventual renovations of a broken down cottage. And we've been recently watching a bunch of like YouTube channels of people building cabins and staying in their van, like in their garage while they're building their house or uh, one channel I really love is um, Hannah Lee Dugan, who's she's a, a mid twenty something year old woman who lives in a remote cabin half the year, and the other half she's in a conversion van. And that kind of started the idea: we needed a vehicle, and what if we got one that we could use to invest in what we want, other than just transportation? We proceeded to walk around downtown and brainstorm, and we can't buy a cabin. We can't buy a fancy sprinter van, but we could do a conversion van and we could have a small camper van. We would build our own in a way, you know, to kind of take control of the here and now and have a place of our own and an adventuring vehicle. And with our budget not being fancy sprinter van or dealership used conversion van, real talk, these vans seem to hold their value. Uh, We decided to take the risk of buying a vehicle at auction. The goal was to buy a vehicle that ran, and technically it did, Um, 
but it wasn't too much to get it like up and running. We took a risk while pay, uh, paying and picking up the vehicle, uh, which was hella sketchy. Uh, but it was worth the risk. We now have a Ford E350 passenger van and removed the bench seats. And uh, we're going to be uh, putting in flooring and cedar paneling to make it a nice little uh, little cabin. And we'll have waters, like water reservoirs for, you know, wet beverages, <laughs> you know, for water needs. I grew up in South Florida, and camping wasn't really a thing in my family. I had to check the backyard for alligators before taking the dogs out or, you know, playing outside. So while I enjoyed being outside, I think camping just kind of escaped me. It wasn't a thing my family ever did, and I never really heard my parents talk about camping in their childhood either. But having a van that we can take out into the wilderness and serve as our shelter is such a wonderful ideal to me. And keeps me away from the bears on the ground. You know, I, you don't, I don't, please don't message me about camping. I, I, I know I'm being dramatic. But the van, I want it to have like a nice cedar interior and warm blankets. And I want it to feel fairly cabiny, yet accessible and available to whatever our weekend adventures may bring. But to also have a shelter, like, place to sleep for if and when we one day reno or build a place is a nice thought to have, you know? And for us, demoing the interior and building a van will definitely give us some new skills. Have you ever heard of a Torx Plus socket star? Me neither, but now I have one for my socket set, which is uh, pretty neat. I will say it was very satisfying to go into a Home Depot with a photo of the socket star that I needed, not knowing what, like, I wish I could just upload an image to Google and be like, what is, um, but to go into Home Depot and have like, you know, oh, Johnny, do you know, uh, we gotta get done, you got, I don't know, maybe you should just go to Ford, it's like, no, it's just a fucking, it's a, it's a, stop it, um, but, uh, eventually, on a bunch of Econoline forums, I found the thing, and it's the thing we needed. So that was very satisfying. That was a derailment. I'm sorry. But with the van, sometimes I feel silly driving around this big old van, mostly because it's empty with a bunch of seatbelts hanging in the windows uh, currently. But it really does feel like a whole bunch of possibilities. Possibilities as a vehicle for commuting and adventures, but as something that's just ours and something that will become even more valuable to us as we grow. The usable space in the back behind the two front bucket seats is approximately 10 feet long, 6 feet wide, and 4 feet tall. And that's the approximation of it when it's, like, gutted. So that gives us some space for, you know, insulating the walls and floor and ceiling and you know, getting our, like, wood paneling, whatever that looks like, and, you know, some cabinets or shelving in our custom bed. Basically, it'll be a modified full-size bed that goes across the back of the van by the back doors. Um, and with that, below it, we could have some storage, you know, that will have some, uh, if you open up the back doors, it'll, you can pull out some storage and they'll also serve as counter space. And I would love to figure out a, my main goal, besides like having a van with a, a a bed and I guess a counter for us to like prep some food, 
um, is I would love to make a, a trundle bed for the dogs so that can lock in place. So when we're driving, they have a comfortable place to stay on, while we're on the road or when we're, you know, leisure resting. Um, so that's kind of like my, my big thing is I want that to be easily to use locks in place and is of course comfortable for them. But yeah, a hundred percent of the appeal of our giant maroon behemoth in the driveway right now is its potential. It's potential for freedom of exploring and traveling and just having a space of like to ourselves, whether it's in the driveway or in a forest or a parking lot, you know? Um, but I think the biggest thing is, is the potential for the future. Sure. The, Dang thing has some miles and some rest, but those are problems for future me and and I guess me right now. But you know, m- me right now also loves the the bounce of the vehicle on the road and the flashing aftermarket disco lit radio and potential we have of the future in camping and you know of me not getting eaten by a bear. How about just nobody being eaten by a bear, mountain lion, or anything? Whatever. Nature's buck wild or a possum eating my chips. That's probably the most realistic thing. Y'all, the the romanticized idea of cooking food on a fire and probably having some s'mores, like let's be real, and sitting in a tiny cabin on wheels drawing by some running body of water. Ooh, girl, yes, please. Oh my God, and some hot chocolate, that too. See, this this whole thing just kind of bubbles and escalates to a nice little I don't know zhuzh I don't know (laughs) but if 2020 and 2021 have taught me anything it's just to fucking go for it you know um sorry for the strong language uh but seriously invest in yourself and and each other you know and do the damn thing whatever it is you've been pushing off or searching for maybe it isn't a van dwelling camper or whatever but Maybe it's a story you've been writing or a game you've been thinking about making. Just do it. I believe in you. I know YOLO isn't a thing anymore, but YOLO isn't a horrible concept, you know? Maybe a horrible sounding word that makes me think of Four Locos for some reason, which I'm not going to unpack because I know for sure I've never had one. I, I don't know. But maybe it's just time. But you have to decide what it's for. For us, it was a van, which is a weird <laughs> sentence. So yeah, I hope that gets you caught up a little bit. But thank you for listening to Combo Breaker, and I hope you enjoyed this week's podcast. And if you did, I hope you share it with a friend. And follow me on Twitter, Instagram, or Twitch, or wherever, at OK Retro Zone to see new stuff coming out and what I'm up to. There's also a blog slash hub at OKRetro.Zone that it kind of is just like a well of just random little blurbs I write in videos and whatnot. So, yeah. But I hope you all have a fantastic week. Until next time. (laughs) 